Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On Rutherford Issues today, our guest is Amanda Oliver with the Beasley Animal Foundation and uh, Beasley Animal Clinic and all the Beasleys. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing? Doing very good. Um, You know, just uh, sharing some uh, dog stories here, and you've got a new companion, I hear, right? Well, she actually... Well, yes, kind of, sort of. Allie's been with me about three years, but she oh, was a okay. rescue. She came for the weekend mm. three years ago. so And found her forever home, huh? Absolutely, <laughs> she did. She did. Uh, and her big brother, George, um, who had been there as an only child for five years, was so kind to her and welcomed her in taught her so many different things how to go in and out the dog flap just a lot of of very important things that it's been amazing watching how they learned so much from the the other uh, same species Mm -hmm. well uh, that's kind of some of the things that we're going to talk about today you know dogs cats they all have personalities and you know if you may have had uh, another dog that maybe would not have been as welcoming <laughs> or or as free to share oh, exactly i mean he's he's just a very he's just a very noble creature and he's just been um really amazing and then another one has come on board uh and so every morning um i try to spend one-on-one time with george because he's been so good to the other two who've come in yeah yeah we, we were talking about that and uh the fact that we have a puppy and when you introduce a puppy with older dogs you know there's a while that the ones that have been there for a while they're not getting as much attention may come a little more territorial and um it, it's just very individual we've got two dogs that are completely different with our new puppy so you never know and pretty much the same in my household um because uh my puppy will be two in april and he and Allie, the rescue that has been with me for three years she just took him under her paw Mm -hmm. and started talking you know telling him the rules of the house and they are very, very bonded. Um, the other dog, he's he's they're great together, but they're they're you don't see that bonding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I know it, it's it's very interesting to to watch with that, and you know we are in a season, I guess, Amanda, where a, a lot of people are um, at home more, and and you're seeing uh, adoptions. Uh, really high and, and people getting new animals and bringing them in and we're going to kind of talk about some things if if uh, you've brought in a dog or a cat or considering that some things you really need to think about right absolutely and and um both cats and dogs need to be gradually brought into the house and introduced to small portions of the house and slowly introduced to other um four-legged companions um Cats in particular seem to have a hard time because they're so territorial. So they need to be kept um, 
separate for uh, probably longer than dogs. But then again, going back to the original conversation, it depends on the personality. Yeah, It's just like humans, you know, we all have different personalities. Well, I mean, if, if they're inside, you have to think, man, this is this is a lot of a lot of space, uh, you know, a lot of different things. Uh, it all smells different to them. I, I'm sure all of those um, senses just kind of hit them all at once if you, if it's too big. Absolutely. And, and both of them, you know, keep keep in a confined space until they get used to the noises and the smells of the house and and kind of the routine of the people and um also you know if it's a dog in particular well you need to have a program for walking it taking it outside teaching it you know to let you know when it needs to go outside with a cat most most people have litter boxes if it's an inside cat but have the litter box in the confined area when the uh, cat first comes to you so it knows where it's supposed to go mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the biggest challenge for anyone bringing in uh, a, a, a new companion to their home especially if it's a, an inside animal is getting in that routine and the the potty breaks I guess are a really big challenge the, the, a huge challenge um, I agree with you and and when I brought a well, all the puppies have been taken out every two to three hours, um, whether they needed, to, whether they thought they needed to go or not, just to get them in a routine of of going outside. Mm-hmm. And a good keyword like outside or potty or something like that kind of helps, doesn't it? To, Absolutely. To get their Absolutely. Um, one uh, another thing in in part of that training you you mentioned cats are are territorial um cats and dogs are 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 very different even the most temperamental dog is not like a cat exactly (laughs) (laughs) and vice versa (laughs) right uh and i guess they can can intermingle and live together but it's probably more of a challenge for a mixture of dogs and cats than just all cats are all dogs would you say um, that's what I found. Mm-hmm. Um, I had one uh, group of dogs, five dogs, had two cats, and they loved their cats, and they would protect their cats, and they slept with their cats. Now, this group, mm, cats do not come into the yard, uh, especially with the older, with George. The, um, and um, it's just, once again, you have to learn to read your animal and what their temperament is and their personality and um, what they will accept and what they won't and you're not going to change their mind probably not (laughs) (laughs) i I know i have tried on george for seven and a half years and it just has not worked (laughs) well i know on uh our cat experience uh it was an older cat and just I mean, you were not going to change that cat's mind. Uh, very, very stubborn, I guess, in many senses. But you know, they, they're they're very much uh, get into their routine, and and that, that's the way they want to live. Well, they, don't they run the house? Uh, they think so, right? Yeah. Uh, you get to live there if you're good. <laughs> I noticed you had a, a point here about not pushing the cat too hard, and that reminded me of you know I, I think if there was one thing that we probably did wrong is we tried to impose our will 
maybe more so than we should have. Well, and you never know because, I mean, it's just some cat might have been extremely uh, compliant to what you wanted. Once again, it's just learning to read the animals. And that's not easy. Now, do cats have an easier time with introducing new cats than maybe dogs do or can you have some of the same issues uh, bringing a new animal in i think you can have some of the same issues but i think cats are 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 in my what i have experienced Mm -hmm. cats are harder um to accept another cat coming into their territory um that doesn't mean that they won't um and dogs also are territorial so you just have to just ease into it and see which way the the coin falls you know um any other um tips here you can think about uh, you want to uh, remind us about here with uh caring for our uh, new pets maybe um I, I know we've spent the last couple of times talking about that and it's important because i think you're seeing um, a, a lot of people have a new animal in their homes now especially with the pandemic exactly and, and so many of us have never had a pet before and it's it just opens up a totally different world on how you look at things and and what needs to be done you know for this animal and also with the weather these days i mean it's 20 degrees one day and then it's 60 the next you kind of have to watch when you they're outside to make sure that they don't get too cold um or in the summer, too hot. I mean, it's just all of the... And make sure they have enough water. That's a huge, huge component to tw- 12 months out of the year. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in the winter, people may think, oh, they don't need as much water as in the summer. But they do, very much so, to stay hydrated. Well, I, I, it is a huge responsibility. And, you know, if you've never been uh, a pet owner before... Um, you know, you need to do some research and make sure that you've got the time to put into it because you're talking about every couple of hours. That includes nighttime, you know, and, and you know, uh, for, for dogs, for instance, you know, that's one of the, you know, that 4 a.m. wake up call for me to let the dog out. It's like, what? sometimes, what, why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> what was I thinking? What was I thinking? But I mean, you have to think about all those things. Absolutely. And it's not, it's a, a many, many years of responsibility. Um, they are loving, caring, sentient beings, and uh, they're not disposable. So, and you need to also really, very, and I've said this many times before, research the animal that suits your lifestyle. If you're a couch potato, I don't think you want a hunting dog. You know, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, uh, and. You know, some people may not know, am I a dog person? Am I a cat person? Um, to me, there are very few people that are both. Uh, you know, there's, I guess there are several. but Well, I'm the exception. I, I was just thinking about that when I said that, and I know that you have both. But, uh, you know, there is something to be said about, uh, you know, are you a dog person or a cat Absolutely person? Absolutely there is, because it, it really is like two different. Maybe I'm kind of schizophrenic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I have two different personalities here. What can I say? Um, but dog people tend to have one sort of personality, and cat people, tend, you know, it's just so, you know, figure that out before you and um, decide to bring one of the furries into your home. Now, you you mentioned uh, the, the rescue, and 
I know some other folks who have have rescued animals. Sometimes these uh, animals come from pretty rough conditions, uh, have been abandoned, have been mistreated, and things of that nature. So there are extra precautions if you're thinking about rescue. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the rescues that I've been fortunate enough to have come into my world have been absolutely incredible and so seem to be so grateful for your love and your care. But they also may come with some issues that happened before you met them. Um, so you just kind of have to look at it and analyze it and see how you you work through it. In uh, some of the information that, that you shared with me that we'd be talking about today, uh, I did notice in both that if you are adopting or rescuing or, or, or whatnot, uh, a new dog or cat, one of the important things to know, especially if it's um, you know, an, an older animal or, or one that's even a couple of years old, the more information that you can find out about their habits and their personality and, and just as much information as you can uh, learn of their past is going to help you, isn't it? Absolutely it is. And, and, you know, a lot of us haven't been fortunate enough to, to know a lot of the past and, and whatnot, but it's, you know, is it a say if it's a dog does it get along with cats does it like children is it you know or does it dislike children i mean if you have a small child in the house you don't want to bring something in that that is not child friendly so it's these things and most good rescues will have tested their animals to see where they are most comfortable some uh, great information here, Amanda. I, I appreciate you coming in today and sharing that with us. And uh, if folks would like to find out more about the work of the uh, Beasley Animal Foundation and the clinic, I'm sure they can just head to the website. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, BeasleyAnimalFoundation.org or BeasleyAnimalClinic.com. And that's B-E-E. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, most people go B-E-A, but right. <laughs> which is logical, but it's B-E-E-S-L-E-Y. Very good. Well, as always, I appreciate you coming in, and uh, we share stories before we even go on the air, so that's fun, too. But yeah. uh, thanks so much for coming in, and uh, thanks for the work of uh, Beasley here in town. Thank you very uh, much. Amanda Oliver joining us here today. If you missed part of our program, let me remind you, you can head to WGNSRadio.com, tap on podcast, then Rutherford Issues. You can listen back there, or you can uh, listen to podcasts wherever you listen to audio, like Spotify or iTunes.